Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to You Had Me at Black. I'm Martina Abrahams. So if you've been tuning in lately, you'll know that one, we do live shows called You Had Me at Black Live, and two, our next live show is in D.C., Chocolate City, and that is really exciting because it is our first show on the East Coast. And, you know, we don't want to stop at D.C. We want to go to every city that we possibly can. And, you know, not just in the United States, but we know we have listeners in London, Johannesburg, parts of Canada, and we want to come to y'all too. But our challenge is we're a very small team of volunteers. All of us either work full-time or are full-time students, and we are working on a shoestring budget, like thin, barely hanging on budget. (laughs) And so we recently launched a Kickstarter to help us bring You Had Me at Black to as many cities as possible. And so our goal is $25,000 by June 17th. Now, if you're familiar with Kickstarter, you'll know that there's a catch. Kickstarters are all or nothing. So if you don't raise the, your full goal, then you can't access any of the funds. So if we even if we raise like $24,900, we don't see any of that money. And so we are really, really, really hoping for all of your help to get us across the finish line. We are already a fifth of the way there by the grace of God. And, you know, we are just really excited to keep up that momentum. And so if you love You Hide Me at Black and you want us to come to your city and you want to hear stories from people in your area, please consider contributing to our campaign. You can find it at youhadmeatblack.com slash donate. And we have a special offer for all of those aspiring or new podcasters out there. So if you are someone who has a really awesome podcast idea but have no idea where to start, or you recently launched a podcast and are looking for ways to attract more listeners to your show, this, listen up, turn up the volume a little bit. (laughs) So we are offering a special 90-minute crash course on how to launch and grow a podcast to 10 people for a $50 donation. So a $50 donation will get you 90 minutes with me, crash course, small group crash course on how to launch and grow your podcast. So that will only go to 10 people. So if that sounds like you and you're really interested in that, consider donating $50 for a crash course. So again, you had me at black.com slash donate. And thank you so much to everyone who has already contributed and to everyone who is about to contribute because it really, really means a lot to our team to be able to continue to serve you and to grow this platform to bring more of our voices into the spotlight because we don't hear them in enough places. So let's get into why we're here today, which is our story. So this week's story comes from Jessica. And when she was eight years old, she loved going to the zoo. Who didn't? But she loved it until one day her dad told her that they would have to sneak in for his job. Here's what happened. I want you to breathe all this in. This is You Had Me at Black, the podcast where black millennials tell true life stories. I was born to really young parents. My parents were um, 18 and 19 when they had me. And they didn't stay together, but they were always pretty good friends and and did the co-parenting thing. 
And when I was growing up, it was the 90s. My dad was the very cool Afrocentric dude. He had the kind of Lenny Kravitz, curly fro with dreads happening. And my father is a very handsome guy, very charismatic, artistic. My father was um, a photographer, especially for Bay Area rappers. So when I was a kid, it was like we would be going to like Master P's house or MC Hammer's house and having like this play date with E-40's kids while they were taking photos for different album covers and stuff like that. I was somewhat impressed or excited because I knew it was maybe a big deal to some of my classmates, but I liked Hanson and like boy bands when I was a kid, not, not E-40. <laughs> So my father didn't uh, pay for a babysitter, so wherever he went, I went. One day, I was about eight or nine, when my father asked me if we wanted to go to the zoo, and I was really excited. I was thinking that we were going to go to the zoo just to go to the zoo, and quickly I found out it was a, a two birds with one stone kind of day. I viewed my father when I was eight years old as a really creative parent. And he's like, I have to get a picture of some pigs for, um, for this cover. And he was like, and I know they have them at the Oakland Zoo. And I was like, okay, kind of work and hangout time. And so we drive up to the Oakland Zoo and it's so expensive. And immediately my dad was like, no, we're, we're, not, we're not paying like $50 or whatever it is for parking and two tickets. And I could just see the gears turning in his head, trying to kind of scheme and come up with a different way of getting into the zoo. And so we go back to our car in the parking lot, and he's like, okay, here's, here's what we're going to do. You're going to get in the zoo somehow, and then you're going to start like crying and being really upset and then I'm going to go up to the entrance and just rush past because I need to get to my daughter because you're going to be there really crying and upset and I don't have time to like wait in the line. <laughs> when he shared with me this plan of how we were going to get in the zoo, I became nervous and scared and frustrated. I didn't want to get caught by zoo police. <laughs> I just, in that moment, wished I had a regular parent who just took regular trips to the zoo, like boring regular parents do. So we start walking around the zoo and we're, we're getting deeper into the, the forest, which is all these eucalyptus trees and just leaves all over the ground, but we could follow this fence pretty much around and it's getting quieter. It's getting not as bright. There's kind of like the freeway that's right by it. And we get to this spot in the zoo where it's just like this really tall fence and a barbed wire around it. My dad looks at me and he says, I want you to hold your body really, really stiff. And I got really nervous. I was really afraid of altercation and, and confrontation. My wildest fears is that we would jump into like a tiger cage or 
llamas or whoever was living on the other side of that fence. It's a fence for a reason, and it's a fence to a zoo that's keeping in wild animals. So uh, I think I had a pretty healthy amount of fear happening at that time. And he's like, I'm going to take you, throw you over, and then, then the rest of the plan was supposed to happen. Like, either I go and stand by the flamingos and start crying or something. But right then I was just like, okay, he's about to throw me over this, this fence. So I stand really, really stiff and he picks me up almost like a, what was it called barbells? Like a weightlifting thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm stiff with fear. And he counts to three and just throws me over this really high fence. And I go sailing into the air and I, ripped a part of his jacket off because I wouldn't let go. And I land pretty softly just in this like bed of eucalyptus leaves. <laughs> my father seeing the look on my face uh, aborts the rest of the mission. And so he, he throws his jacket over the barbed wire and, and just somehow scrambles up and jumps over the fence. And him and I just walked through the forest, but luckily we just walked right in and walked onto some path and made our way to the the little farm area. And he, he gave me a, a bunch of quarters because he was feeling a little guilty by then. Uh, I got to get all of that pig and goat feed. And if I sprinkled it around, all the hogs would open up their mouths really wide and, and make all these sounds. And then my dad really liked that. Fish-eyed lenses were like a really big thing and really popular. So he screwed one of those onto his camera and he loved it when I sprinkled the, the food on top because then all these like pigs had their mouths all gaping wide and he was just like getting shot after shot and it was, it was perfect. And it, was, <laughs> it was a really fun day. And I remember seeing the album cover later. It was a crazy image of like these hogs that looked like they were snarling and, and just almost trying to eat the album cover itself. It was so different than what it felt like being in the children's zoo that day. I think even that young, I knew that things were really difficult financially, that co-parenting with somebody that you weren't with was probably challenging. Um, but my father really never let on that any of those things are really hard. So I guess a small part of me knew that he was doing a pretty good job. My relationship with my dad is, is really great now. We, we talk almost every day. I, I work with him. He never got that nine to five job. <laughs> he started a business. And um, I think about this story of him and I at the zoo so often because I see him doing it all the time with his own business just faced with a challenge and having this sheer will to make it happen and to make it work. And whether he has to just jump over a barbed wire fence or, you know, give me a boost up. It's just like when we don't have access to, to money or to um, just things that you need when starting a business, it's this very um, just up and over up and over type of attitude. Thanks for listening to You Had Me at Black. 
Be sure to check out this episode's description for musical credits. And if you like what you just heard, head to youhadmeatblack.com slash b-side to subscribe to our newsletter and unlock access to exclusive videos, behind-the-scenes interviews, and specially curated music. That's youhadmeatblack.com slash b-side. Peace.